Hello, Connected Parents, and welcome to another episode of Connected Parenting. So this week, I want to talk about um, your kids being a sore loser. So sometimes highly sensitive kids, kids who are really competitive, kids who have big giant feelings that are too big for their little bodies are really terrible losers in games, board games, sports, um, but also really terrible winners. So we're going to talk about that today. Hi, everyone. I'm Jennifer Clary. I'm a child and family therapist and a parenting coach and the founder of Connected Parenting. And welcome to the Connected Parenting Weekly Podcast. Join me every week and we'll tackle everything from temper tantrums to bedtime to sibling issues to teenage angst. Parenting can be so wonderful, but it can be so hard. Parents often say to me, hey, can you just come live at my house? This is the next best thing. Let's do this together. So really common for kids to be what I call game flippers. So you're playing a board game, everything's going fine for them. The minute, you know, they pull the wrong card or something doesn't work or, you know, their sibling does well in the game. This game sucks. It's cheap. I hate this game, blah, blah, blah. And the sometimes the board actually gets flipped and they stomp away and get really mad and really upset. Um, this is really hard for them because losing is a pretty intense feeling. And for kids like this, their feelings are bigger than they can maintain and hold in their little bodies. But as a parent watching this, we sort of see their life flash before our eyes. And we think, oh God, who's going to want to play with him? He's such a terrible sport. You know, she ruins, she does this all the time. How is she going to have any friends? Um, and they can, they certainly can do this with their friends, you know, stomp off the field, that type of thing. Um, you know, storm out if they're at a play date. Um, and, and that can definitely be difficult, but it's, you know, one of the things to keep in mind is it's usually a far more uh, intense display at home, but there's a few things that you can do. So the first thing is actually having conversations with your child about what winning and losing feels like and what it means to them. And you want to be using the, the calm technique here. So go back to the first or second episode, just for a refresher on, on how to do it and come and come back to them and talk about a time when they've lost, or if this has just happened, maybe an hour or two before, never do it right after that's never going to work and go back and revisit that time and do a lot of mirroring. So the kid is probably going to say things like, my sister cheated and that's cheap and it never, I never win anything and nothing ever works for me. We're going to want to be pulled into a situation where we try to talk them out of it. That's not true. And life is full of winning and losing and losing is a skill and you have to learn to be a good loser or people aren't going to want to play with you. And all those things are very, very important, but not in the actual moment that you're kind of feeling with them and helping them figure out what losing feels like in their body. This is where you're going to be using the calm technique. So you were doing really well and felt great. And we're sure you were going to win this time. And then your sister rolled a six and that was it. And you sort of stay with them in the moment that they are feeling, resisting the urge to talk them out of it, resisting the urge to teach them a lesson in that moment and give them a very important life skill. There'll be time for that. But in the moment, you just talk about it. And then you wonder and you get curious about what losing feels like and where is it in their body is it they feel in their tummy? Do they feel it all, you know, all around? Um, did, can they feel the anger coming? Uh, at what point in the game did they start to feel like they were starting to, to get really angry? Help them look for signs. 
um, and really talk about what it feels like in their body. After you've done that, then you can start to strategize. Well, here are some things we can do. I can take a break and walk away. You know, there's, there's lots of things that you can do during a board game to help them deal with losing. Um, one of the things I think can work really, really well is the next time, especially if this is a family game, if you're playing soccer in the backyard or you're playing a board game, basically what you do is you decide that there's going to be two winners in the game. There's going to be the actual winner of the game. And then there's going to be the, the person who is the best sport, who is the most encouraging and the most kind and the happiest for the other people that do well in the game. So that can really work very, very nicely. You can also set this up, depending on how old your child is, they're a little bit younger, sort of under 10, maybe even under 12. You play a game with them and you say to them, you know what, we're just, you're going to win this game. You're going to win. Let's just play the game and let's just, let's just, you, you make all the rules, you make it work for you. You can change things so that you actually win. Don't worry about it. We're just going to have a great time doing this. And I want you to feel what it feels like to just win the game. Now, what's going to happen here is it's not that much fun to win a game when you've rigged all the rules, right? It's not, there's no more excitement in the game. There's no more tension in the game and just let them win and don't be sarcastic about it. Don't be like, this isn't so fun, is it? Like, don't do that. Play the game, be happy for them, let them win. Some kids will actually truly enjoy this and it will be a little bit alarming. They actually will, but do it a couple of times, like maybe, you know, over the, the course of the week or whatever, do it a few times until they start to realize, you know what, it's not that fun. Or they start to change the rules again. So they're more fair. And that's when you can have a conversation about what really happens in a game and what makes games actually a lot of fun is the chance that you could lose. And then you can talk about, um, you know, famous athletes and people in the world who have to make a whole bunch of mistakes and have to learn, lose a whole bunch of games in order to actually win. And it's a really great way to have um, a really sort of concrete experiential moment of teaching where kids can realize um, that it is actually okay to lose and that it, it, you have to lose sometimes in order to make winning feel really, really fun. Now, the other flip side to this is often kids who are like this are also terrible winners. They're so rude about it and they brag and they boast and they, you know, puff their chests out and they talk about how great they are. Um, that's another conversation. So again, when that happens, usually best to pull them aside and have a conversation outside of, you know, their friends or their siblings or how, wherever it's happening and talk about, okay, let's talk about winning. What did that feel like? What does winning feel like in your body? And, and how, where are you feeling that? And can you describe the feeling to me? And then lots of mirroring, okay, so that's a great feeling. And that feels really powerful in your body. And you want to remember this feeling, that's great. And after you've sort of soothed them and acknowledged that feeling, now you can start to wonder out loud about the other people who are in the game. And so you've had this great moment with winning. And now let's see if we can take our brain and we can visit how your sister might've felt losing or how your brother would have felt or how your best friend would have felt and get them to connect back and remember a time when they lost and how it felt for them. And this isn't about making them feel guilty or ashamed that they won. It's about making them a more gracious, um, 
diplomatic winner. So they just take that moment and realize when that when that, that boasting is happening, how the other person is already feeling bad and it makes them feel worse. Um, if your children are really little, you can use you know, action figures or stuffed animals to play out this scene. So you can be the, the character that's won. Ha ha, I won. You're, you didn't win at all. And then they can sort of feel what it feels like as that other little character. With older kids, it's much more of an intellectual kind of conversation. It's much more nuanced and it's helping them kind of visit what's called theory of mind, understanding what the other person might be feeling. And then the final piece to this is if your kid really does have trouble with losing um, and is a sort of boastful, not very gracious winner, up the baby play for two weeks, a month, really concentrate on the conversational mirroring, really try that, try having double winners and, and try the exercise of letting them win and feel what that feels like, but put all, pull all those things together and you should be able to actually physically see an improvement in their ability to handle uh, losing. And what you'll see at first is you'll probably see, you know, less blowups, like it'll happen sort of less frequency, frequently. You'll see recovery. So they'll lose, but they'll get over it a lot faster. The whole scene won't last very long. And then the last thing you'll, you'll kind of work on, and this is usually a few weeks or months down the line, is you'll actually see them saying, you know, way to go. Okay, fine. And they're, they're not too upset about it. These are really skill building. These are, this is like a healthy way to handle adversity. You know, we tend to get really upset and really anxious and really angry ourselves when our kids behave this way, but it's really an opportunity to have some great learning and maybe even have a little fun while you do it. Um, remember too, that we've got all kinds of information for you at connectedparenting.com. We've got our online courses. We've got our village where stuff like this is discussed all the time. And you're in the supportive uh, environment of other parents that are going through similar things. Um, Parenting is definitely not easy. These are the moments that, that can be really, really challenging, but they're, they're also the great moments that can help your child really, really develop themselves and develop some really healthy habits and skills. And I will see you next week on the next episode of Connected Parenting.